This is the ear spoon with fish and Steve. Hey everybody, welcome to the ear spoon. I am Fish. And I'm Steve. And here we are, first edition of uh, 2020. Woohoo. Say it like Barbara Walters. How would she say it? Don't you remember that show, 2020, with Hugh Downs? I do. And this is 2020. Oh. See? No. See? (laughs) She's... uh, did she die in 2019? I don't know. I don't think she did. Maybe did she? not. I Maybe. Don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I want to thank uh, once again Mocha Joe's for uh, help sponsor the podcast, keeping us caffeinated, and doing that uh, that socially responsible thing that they do, which they is pay tra- they pay their farmers who harvest their coffee uh, an actual something that they call um, uh, like a, a livable wage. That ain't right. No, that's got to stop. They, uh, they let's have a talk with them. They they literally need to go the Starbucks route where they just sort of crush souls and profit from it. <laughs> but they don't because they are a socially responsible company. They are doing yes. the right thing each and every day and making a damn fine cup of Joe. It's never better, honestly. When I go into the shop, mm-hmm. it's never better. And right. I remember having a conversation at Mocha Joe's one time, saying, "How come I use your coffee and a really good coffee maker?" And it never quite, it's always good, but never comes out like that. And, and the dude points at the coffee maker and goes, $1,500 coffee maker. Yeah. I'm like, okay. All right. I let me that. have that then. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I can't afford to come here every day, so I'm going to need that. Yeah. So that is, yeah. Uh, there's a little There's a little something to that. So coffee during the apocalypse? Is yeah. this what we're Oh, after? World War Three. Welcome well, to it. Hello. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll sip to that. All right. So uh, here's my thing. Yeah. Okay, I'm cringing while I do this. Here's my thing. The thing that I would like to say the most, the thing, uh, is this is just a way to distract us from him being impeached. There, it's out there. Nobody's nobody's thought of that. Nobody said that. You know, now that you say that, yeah, you might have something there. Mm-hmm. You know, every time this guy gets into in, into some kind of a hot water, President Bone Spurs gets right. into hot water. Uh, there is uh, always something like this that happens. Always this time, something. this time it will cost uh, it will cost your your children uh, their lives. So you're welcome. Not to mention Iraqi civilians and yeah, Iranian oh, civilians. Oh, they're not important, yeah. though. Our oh, kids yeah. are important. So yeah, um, I think it's hard to deny, and it's really shocking. No, hold on, I retra- I retract that entirely. No, you know it's it no should longer be shocking. shocking. It should be shocking that the people who continue to support this numb nuts are, are do not see any of this. They're like, well, no, this we've been after this guy. What's his name? Yeah, for a really long time. He really has been doing bad things. What's his name? Like and so then they're all on board yeah. without flinching. Now I will say uh, on 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 the spectrum, when you look at what this guy did, oh he's horrible. Yeah, he des- <laughs> he he deserves to be every bit of where he is, and that's dead. I'm not a fan of murder, but yeah, I get it, you, I, know. you know, I, I I am a fan of murder, but that could just be my Sicilian uh, side <laughs> talking. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I I I am a fan of just saying, listen, if you can't understand and stop your fucking behavior, then, you know, shallow grave and let the coyotes eat them. I don't mind having a discussion about whether or not people who commit crimes should be killed for it mm-hmm. or who commit murder should be killed for it. It's a conversation worth having. I've always come on the side of, you know, against capital punishment, et cetera. But if we're going to point at other people, yeah. especially other people that are leaders of countries, whether you like the country or not, whether right. you're good people or not, mm-hmm. and we want to apply a certain moral standard to them, we must then, to be fair, turn at our own country and say, do we do anything like that? 
And the answer is, you better fucking believe it. We've done it all over this globe for a long time. And if we want to hold people to account for certain behaviors that include surreptitious murders, I'll even throw that in Barack Obama's lap for predator droning people. Right. 90% of the targets, 90% of the dead people from predator drones when he was president were innocent civilians. Right. So, um, which brings me to a, uh, to a thing I saw on Netflix called The Report. Now, it's the report. It's the redacted word report. Uh-huh. And the redacted word is torture. So oh. it's the torture report. Oh, God. Okay. And who's in jail for that? And, and well, nobody. Yeah, nobody. nobody. So, um, and the whole thing is about the, um, the, the Gitmo yeah. and, and the interrogations. Uh, what were the, 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 the enhanced interrogation? Yeah, that's what we call it. Right. Until uh, we called it torture, like it is. Right. Uh, so and it, it's the whole, you know, Diane Feinstein going after and trying to get the report and publish it and do this and do that and do this. Um, and I only bring it up because I have to say that that report made the our beloved Barack Obama mm-hmm. look worse than George W. Bush. Yeah, there's an argument there. And so why I'm saying these things at all, if we're going to point at this guy and look. And the, and the conservatives love to say this. Oh, they're all, they love this guy. They love, he's killed our American. That's not, no one's making that argument at all. Yeah. He sounds like a total asshole. Right. You know, and he's responsible and should be held accountable and so forth. Let's go around the globe and look who's responsible for murders. Let's ask why Dick fucking Cheney is on the television giving his opinion about things. Are you kidding me? Right. You guys I, should be at the Hague. But we have all, all sat here and, and, and often... I, 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 you remember this from when we worked back together at that radio station place that we worked at, and I've always said we live in a country that is two weeks dumb. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I dare say that we have shortened that window to about eight days now. I'm All thinking right? a matter got, of minutes. Yeah, and <laughs> and because for us to be patrolling Dick fucking Vader out there, <laughs> uh, once again, asking him his, uh, his opinion on world affairs, like, right. have we forgotten what this man has done? Henry have, Kissinger will be arrested in nine different countries as a war criminal if he should land a plane there, and he's asked for his opinion on things. Hillary Clinton thought he would be a great advisor. He is a war criminal, but we point at other countries and say, these people are terrible. They killed a lot of people. We'd never do that. These people interfered with our elections. We'd never do that. Wake up. Up, people. Oh, it, it is a level of ridiculous. And I'm really hoping, and I know we talked about this a little bit in the last podcast, that we're able to just cut through the BS and see it for what it is. You know, and, and here's what we are right now. Um, we live in a country that does not like to switch our commander in chief mid war. So start a war. And that'll solidify. Yeah. I mean, perpetual are, war. Are we are we this dumb? Are we really this level of dumb? Are we all buying oh, into this? Yes, the answer I don't, is yes. I, I don't know how many people. I would love for somebody in the comments section of our podcast to defend this man's behavior. In, I, in, it doesn't matter. I won't agree with it. I ran into a gentleman. Uh, downtown just the other day who said that uh, he had run and ran into my wife and said uh, she told him that we should sit down and have a cup of coffee this gentleman uh, I am completely on the opposite end of the spectrum mm-hmm. he professes himself to be a, a Christian and a good man and who can defend the actions of and you know who I'm talking about now 
Oh, I do now. Yeah. So, yeah, wow. Um, and I'm not, I'm not going to give him any, any airtime. But, Fair enough. Um, and, and I looked at him and I said, you know, here's the deal. I'm happy to sit down and have a cup of coffee with you, but if, mm. the, if, if, if it's under the guise of talking about politics, you're not moving from your position. I'm not moving from my position. So mm-hmm. here's what that's going to do. That's going to be about a a half an hour of awkwardness and, and forced conversation <laughs> yeah. about shit neither one of us want to talk about over a hot beverage. Not interested. Right. So let's drill into that a little bit because in the context of what's happening now with, with Iraq and Iran and all the yeah. things and the you know more turmoil matched to gasoline, the, we've had this conversation on this podcast before, but this reaching across the aisle, trying to find common ground, I'm sorry, but I mean it when I say if you continue to support this president and his behavior and his policies, I have nothing in common with you. There's no common ground I can right. find with you, and I don't respect you. I simply do not respect you. I will not engage in conversation. I'll debate if you want to, but I don't see the point. But if you can still support this president and these behaviors, these abominations, you talk about two weeks dumb, go back three and a half years, what we've lived with so far, and go to each bullet point and say, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And the thing, now you've got a guy who was offered by his advisors, the military advisors, the worst case scenario, the one you don't want is maybe we could take out Soleimani. And he goes, yeah, I like that one. And they were throwing that one out there just as you know one of the potentials. Right. But something in between made more sense. But this petulant child of a president decides he wants to play army and with the, with the fun toys and blow people up. Without... Without congressional approval. approval. It's like, I'm sorry, no matter whether you, if you're conservative or Republican or what have you, when you look at this reckless, reckless behavior after pulling out of the accords, pulling out of the Mm -hmm. talks, pulling out of all this, and then recklessness. Now you've got, I don't know if you saw the drone footage of the funeral in Tehran the other day, but I've never seen more people collected in one place in my life. There were a million people there. And the conservatives are saying, well, that's because they make them all go out. Not true. Not true at all. People are out there in massive numbers because they are furious and understandably so because this would be like if, if somebody took out the Secretary of Defense. Do we have one? Do we even have one? Do we have I don't an know. acting one? I don't know. I, I, used, I, I said the same thing, and I said, you can't come to the United States of America, whack the vice president. Right. And expect to get away with it. Right. There, there, there will be consequences for these actions. There has to be. Has to as be. an as a nation, as a country, you cannot idly sit by as one of your leaders right. gets whacked. It but, just it's not it and so that is why our Congress must approve these actions. I am not saying that this man did not get what he deserved. I am just saying that this is not the way we should. I don't know what the proper way is. Well, let's also suggest there's two other pieces. I get it. There's two pieces in this, too. One is we have yet to see evidence that there was some imminent uh, danger that he needed to be taken out. And two is even if that's the case, there's no exit strategy. There was no plan. This was an impulsive lunatic 
killing a human being and then smacking a wasp's nest and hoping that everything worked out. Now, and we have no allies in the region at this point other than Israel, you know. Right. We've been abandoned by most of the first world nations that would be the coalition of the willing. And we have watched this concentration of power into the executive branch since Ronald Reagan, through the Bush-Cheney years, through Barack Obama. And now you've got a guy who thinks he's a king saying, I don't need your damn approval and I'm going to give you my policy decisions through Twitter. Right. So there's that. Yeah. Welcome to 2020. I know. Well, I'm telling you, as much as I mean, we're in a really bad situation globally, God knows. Australia is on frickin' fire. If he wanted a distraction from his impending impeachment trial, he could have actually sent some troops to Australia. Yeah, that is an option. I've I've, I've literally seen that. If you wanted a and 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 something that would literally like help an ally. Yeah, wouldn't uh, it, though? And do some good. But know? he's that's not his mindset. It's no, all about him. And, it is. But and I'm saying, like, I I see 2020 as either the it's the make or break it year for the United States. The and, only the only the only silver lining that I can see coming out of uh, out of any of this, and it's got nothing to do with him, is that nations that were our allies and, and stood shoulder to shoulder with us um, will basically continue to do that. Until such time um, as we either reelect or not reelect or, or not elect this person. Right. Well, let's, yeah, that all depends because a lot can happen on, in any given day, every passing week. There's a, uh, there was a poll put out in Germany. I don't know who, the, who the, uh, sources the YouGov survey. Um, who, who does the world think is the greatest threat to world peace? This is, you know, in, oh, I'm sorry, in Germany. Uh, 7% the president of China. Eight percent Vladimir Putin. Eight percent believe Khamenei, Khamenei the uh, Ayatollah in uh, in Iran. Seventeen uh, percent think it's uh, oh, Kim Jong Un. Forty-one percent think it's Donald J. Trump. Forty-one. This is what the world thinks of us right, right now. And this we, is where we're at. <sighs> that we literally have that leader that is a terrorist. Yeah, I think you could make the argument, and and plus, you know. And this is going to sound funny coming out, but I have more respect for somebody, not that I respect them, but I have more respect for somebody with who feels affronted and feels like this is the only way they can fight back with a powerful enemy. Don't do it. Don't blow people up. It's stupid. But this guy is all about covering his ass and not going to jail. So he starts a war in another right. country yeah. with the world's largest military. Right. On, on cover of the night without telling the congressional check and balance that we have built in. And that forty percent of the country so how, can't stop, can't are still behind this is is repulsive to me. So I want to get somebody on the podcast that can answer these questions for us and help me understand how this guy who completely slides around the rules, yeah, continues to slide around the rules. It's a great question, and I, you know, that's I was going to say earlier. Impeached person, right. impeached person, right? Uh, but not anymore. Look, we can't talk about that now. We're having a war, right? But I'm still saying that I'm going to keep my chip on the we can do better than this uh, for 2020. We have to do better than this. Because if we don't, we're done. Yeah. The species is done. The, the, the planet is on fire. 
a geo, a geopolitically, things are topsy turvy. There's a you know movement to the a move uh, alt right movement all around the globe. Mm-hmm. This is the point where like we really either got to get our shit together or just be done. Yeah, just pull the curtain down on this thing if that's what it's find a remote island where you can start over again. No, I don't know. That's what people are saying. Like, we need another planet. We need to go to so we can do the same damn thing to that one. I yeah. suppose. Let's just fix the one we have. Right, but in the meantime, what little control we do have, and we do have some control, is to say I want to push back and I won't stand for this, and I'm. I'm advocating for a general strike. I'm advocating for people in the streets. I don't think voting is what we're after here. Everyone is putting their chips and like, well, if you can't wait till the election, I don't trust these elections. Are you kidding me? This electronic voting and all that. We need to be flooding the streets. This man has just it's created, uh, committed an act of war on a foreign nation, whether you like him or not. And by the way, I would encourage people to look at the history of Iran, which is one of the more peaceful uh Despite you know the history of terrorism and, and right. the revolution, um, they're pretty evolved country. So was Iraq for that matter. Until we started fucking around with it, I'm just suggesting that if we want to have any control or any hope for something in the future, we need to start showing up in different ways than just saying who you're going to vote for in the primary. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to vote for anybody anymore. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm all in with Bernie. Yeah, no, I'm in with Bernie, but uh, Bernie's got to be. Uh, an actual legitimate candidate because yep. I'm not taking any chance on anybody who's not. I'm no, not me writing too. anybody me too. in. We, this needs to go away and this needs to stop. And if you live in a deep, do, uh, deep dark blue state, uh, I'm going to just uh, say to you, it's just not worth it. Just, but right now is a good time to be having the conversation about who is going to be the most likely person to beat Donald Trump. I think, and I think the numbers support me, that Bernie Sanders is that candidate. I well, think he's he, creeping up for certainly. Yeah. He's, going, he's, um, he's coming up over Joe Biden. But we Biden, will, how are we even doing this with this guy? I don't know. Anyway, don't. don't I'm not speaking bad about anybody. I get it, but I, I'm saying I will for now speak about it because I think if we put Joe Biden up in the general election against Donald Trump, we will be stunned at how badly he loses. Thank you for listening to the Earspoon. <laughs> Uh, the apocalyptic World War Three version <laughs> of said podcast. <laughs> I want to thank Mocha Joe's for sponsoring the podcast. I've been Fish. And I've been Steve. Don't forget to go to theearspoon.com and write stuff to us because we like to get feedback from people, even if you hate us. Yeah, especially if you hate us. Especially, yeah. <laughs> so make sure you type in all caps. Yeah. Please. That way we'll hear you better. Screaming caps. <laughs> all right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. This is Earspoon, your home for the shit you're thinking anyway. Oh, wow.